Good morning, PCA. Everybody on your feet. It is time for us to have an awesome time with our God. Amen. Our God is so awesome. And I love that with God, all things are possible. Amen. Lord, we choose to believe in you today. We choose to believe in you today. you who gives me strength yeah nothing is impossible through you blind eyes are open strongholds are broken yeah i am living by faith nothing is impossible yeah hallelujah i believe god oh nothing is impossible oh oh Through you, blind eyes are open. Yeah, strongholds are broken. I am living by faith. Sing it. Nothing is impossible. Yes, hallelujah. Nothing is impossible, Lord. Oh, nothing is impossible. Oh, oh. Let's go back to that verse. I'm not gonna live by what I see. No, no, I'm not going to live by what I feel. Deep down, I know that you're here with me. Yeah, and I know that you can do anything. Through you, I can do anything. Yeah, I can do all things because it's you me strength oh, nothing is impossible through you blind eyes are open strongholds are broken i am living by faith yeah nothing is impossible It's you who gives me strength. Oh, nothing is impossible. Through you, blind eyes are open. Strongholds are broken. I am living by faith. Nothing is impossible. Through you, I 
his train. Nothing is impossible through you. Blind eyes are open. Strongholds are broken. I am living by faith. Oh, nothing is impossible. I believe, I believe. Yeah, sing it. I believe, I believe in you. I believe, I believe. Yes. I believe, I believe. Sing it again. I believe, I believe. Oh, I believe, I believe in you. I believe, I believe. I believe, I believe in you. Hallelujah. Give him a clap. Give him a shout. Thank you, Lord. You are so good to us, God. You are so good to us, God. Oh, Lord, we want to see your face today. I want to see your face today, God. You are so good. I couldn't wait to get here and just worship with all of our amazing faith family members. God, we love you. We love you. We've waited for this day. We're gathered in your name. We're calling out to you. Your glory like a fire, awakening desire, will burn our hearts with truth. You're the reason we're here. Oh, yeah. You're the reason we're singing. Open up the heavens, we want to see you. Open up the floodgates, a mighty river flowing from your heart. Your glory on our face, we're looking to the sky. Descending like a cloud, you're standing with us now. Lord, unveil our eyes. You're the reason we're here. Yes, you are, Lord. You're the reason we're singing. Open up the heavens, we want to see you. Show 
more time, one more time. And break every chain, oh God You have done great things We dance in your freedom Awake and alive Oh Jesus, our Savior Your name lifted high Oh God, you have done great things Oh, hallelujah Oh God, you have done great things Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Give him a hallelujah nice and loud. Hallelujah, Lord. You are worthy of all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. I just love our God. I just love our Jesus. If there's anybody here who doesn't know my Jesus, today's the day you need to get to know him. Because he's got a great plan for everybody. We just have to come to him believe and receive all the amazing things that he's already done for us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Cause shame's done all it's stealing. Are you desperate for some healing? <laughs> Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way. He rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can't save Let me tell you about my Jesus His love is strong and his grace is free And the good news is I know that he Can do for you what he's done for me Let me tell you about my Jesus And let my Jesus change your life yeah. Hallelujah And wasted years until the past to disappear. Oh, let me tell you about my Jesus and all the wrong turns that you would go and undo if you could. Who can work it all for your good? Oh, let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way. He rises up from an empty grave. His love is strong and His grace is free. Good news is I know that He can do for you what He's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. And let my Jesus change your life. Yes. Hallelujah. 
to Calvary, pay the price for all my guilty. Who would care that much about me? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Oh, He makes a way where there ain't no way. Rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that He can't save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. His love is strong and His grace is free. And the good news is I know that He can do for you what He's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way. He rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that He can't save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Strong and his grace is free, and the good news is I know that he can do for you what he's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus, and let my Jesus change your life. Hallelujah! 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 Amen. Amen. beautiful Lord you are beautiful Lord I really just pray and I've been praying that everyone here would truly just believe what God's Word says that you would choose on purpose to believe the things that seem so unbelievable because it seems too good to be true but our God is the one thing that will never be too good to be true he is true and with him all things are possible and you just have to choose to believe it. You can choose to not believe it, or you can have a victorious life and hope and choose to believe it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, give him a hand clap. Lord, you are worthy, God. You are worthy, God. You are worthy, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, this is a new song, but I think you're going to like it. I think you're going to like it. Stories that have proved your faithfulness. I've seen miracles my mind can't comprehend. There is beauty in what I can't understand. Jesus, it's you. Jesus, it's you. Oh, I believe. You're the wonder-working God. You're the wonder-working God. All the miracles I've seen, too good to not believe. You're the wonder-working God. And you heal because you love. Oh, the miracles we'll see. You're too good to not believe. Too good to not believe. Too good to not believe. Ooh. 
I can't resurrect a man with my own hands. But just the mention of your name can raise the dead. Hallelujah. So all the glory to the only one who can. Jesus is you. Jesus is disappear I've seen broken bodies healed don't you tell me he can't do it don't you tell me he can't do it I've seen real life resurrections I've seen mental health restored don't you tell me he can't do it don't you tell me he can't do it I've seen families reunited don't you tell me he can't do it don't you tell me he can't do it i've seen troubled souls delivered i've seen addicts finally free don't you tell me he can't do it don't you tell me he can't do it we'll see cities in revival we'll salvation flood the streets don't you tell me he can't do it don't you tell me he can't do it we'll see glory fill the nations like the world has never seen don't you tell me he can't do it because i know that he can oh i believe you're the wonder working god you're the wonder working god all the miracles I've seen, you're too good to not believe. You're the wonder-working God, and you heal because you love. All the miracles we'll see, you're too good to not believe. You're too good to not believe, too good to not believe. too good to not believe do you believe do you believe do you believe choose to believe today choose to believe today hallelujah all things are possible with our god Ooh. i've seen cancer disappear i've seen broken bodies heal yes i know that he can do it yes i know that he can do it I've seen real life resurrections. I've seen mental health restored. 
Yes, I know that he can do it. Yes, I know. Hallelujah. I've seen families reunited. I've seen prodigals return. Yes, I know that he can do it. Yes, I know that he can do it. I've seen troubled souls delivered. I've seen addicts finally free. Yes, I know that he can do it. Yes, I know that he can do it. We'll see. We'll see cities in revival and salvation flood the streets. Yes, I know that he can do it. Yes, I know that he can do it. We'll see glory fill the nations like the world has never seen. Yes, I know that he can do it. Yes, I know that he can. Oh, I believe you're the wonder-working God. You're the wonder-working God. All the miracles I've seen. Too good to not believe You're the wonder-working God And you heal because you love All the miracles we'll see You're too good to not believe Too good to not believe Too good to not believe After everything I've seen You're too good to not Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just speak hope into everybody, into every heart, that you will truly hope and that you will truly believe that our God is who he says he is. Because he is. Your faith makes a difference. Your faith makes a difference. God, I just love you. I thank you, God, for all the miracles I've already seen. I thank you, God, for all the miracles I've already seen. But, God, I thank you for the many more miracles that I'm going to witness or hear about the testimonies because you are the same God. You are the same God who has healed in the past, and you're going to heal in the future. It's just what you do. God, I bless your holy name. I praise you in advance of the things we're going to see. I pray that you will just touch every heart here. I know everybody's got something going on in their lives. Lord, help them to truly choose to believe and help them to see your miracle working power in their situation, in their life, God. Lord, I love you. I praise you. I thank you, God. I thank you for who you are, Lord. We don't just love you for what you can do. We love you for who you are. But the things just come along with it. You do things for us. You're fighting for us. You take care of us. You're working miracles on our behalf, Lord. Help us to just keep our hope in you, our eyes on you, knowing that you are our answer. You are the source. You are everything that we need, God. I praise you. I bless you. Oh, Lord. Lord, I believe you for great things. I believe you for great things. Oh, I believe you for great things, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, just keep working in hearts. Just keep working in hearts. Help them help their faith levels to just go up, 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 up today. Up, up, up today up 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 and they will stay in your word and they will believe they will choose every day to believe 
that you are working, that you are the miracle working God. Miracles are easy for you. Easy, easy for you. Lord, just help us to believe. Help us to believe. Oh, Lord, I love you. Let's just worship him and praise him for a few minutes, for a few seconds at least. Holy Spirit, we just love you. We just love you. Father, we just love you. Jesus, we love you. I'm so grateful, God. So grateful, God, for who you are, for all that you're doing. Lord, for all that you're going to do. Oh, you are awesome, Lord. You are the only one that's worthy of all of our glory and all of the honor and all of the praise, God. We never want to leave without just telling you how much we love you and how grateful we are for who you are, for all that you've already done and for all that you're going to do, but for who you are. You are such a loving and awesome and beautiful God. Oh, Lord, I love you, I love you. I love you. Oh, I love you, Lord. I believe in you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. mighty anointing in this house the presence of God wants you to lift him up he said if I get exalted I will draw everything to me I will draw it all to me hallelujah can you just lift your hands and just worship him just give him everything you have give him your voice give him your praise give him your honor give him your glory today hallelujah God we magnify your name right now in this house we exalt you. We thank you for your powerful presence that I feel just pressing down upon us right now. God, right now, just take your Holy Spirit and drive it into every heart today. God, if there's someone here today that does not believe in you, today is their day to say, I believe. Don't you tell me. He can't do it. He can save a sinner like me. He can save anybody. Hallelujah. Lord, if there's someone here today that needs a healing in their body, today is the day, right now, not later, right now, in the name of Jesus Christ. I really feel this, church, if you're here today and you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you've been resisting Him and you've been telling Him no, you've been saying, hey, I've got to wait until I know that, God, you're speaking to me, well, I want to tell you right now, He's speaking to you right now. He's not going to speak to you any greater than He's speaking to you right now. 
If you need Jesus Christ in your heart, you feel something right there. You get out where you're at and you walk down here and you just lift your hands. We'll have people meet you. They'll lead you through a sinner's prayer. I'll pray with you. And we'll believe that if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, ask Christ to confess of your sins, He will forgive you of all your sins right at that moment. If you're that person today, I feel led. You just need to walk down here, grab somebody else and say, I've got to go down there. I've got to get this thing right. I'm tired of living like this. I want joy. I want peace. I want hope. And that's the only way you're going to get is through Jesus Christ. If that's you, grab somebody. If you don't want to come down here, and come down here and get your heart right right now. Don't wait any longer. Don't wait till the later in the service. This is your time. This is God speaking to you right now. He's interrupting the service just for you. Don't waste this moment. If you're here, we're going to wait just a moment. But while we're waiting, I want to talk to everybody else. If you're here today and you need a healing in your body, you know someone that needs a healing in their body, I want you to walk to the front and gather. We're going to have prayer for the sick. The Bible says you will anoint the sick and they will be healed. We're not a church that sings about it. We're a church that does it. So today if you have a sickness in your body, if you know someone else that's sick, I want you to come down front. Stand right here. Don't wait any longer. Just come down front. Stand right here. We are a church that believes in prayer. We believe in healing. We believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We believe that when God moves, when the waters get troubled, we step in quickly. We don't want to miss that moment. We don't want to miss that moment. And look at all. This is why God moves because people come to church and they go, I like the singing. I like the preaching. But God, I came here today because I need you to touch my life. I need you to touch my life today. I need at least three or four people for everybody that's standing down here to come down here and pray with me. I need some people that will help me anoint people with oil. I need some ladies that will come. Help me anoint the ladies. I need some men that will come. Help me anoint the men. They're going to sing this. Well, maybe not. I think our praise team's down here praying with people. They're going to pray. They're going to believe. We're going to believe that God's going to do so. We just don't want to sing about it. I believe God can do it. Don't you believe? Everybody that's down front, do you really believe that God can do anything? Do you really believe that God can touch and make the impossible possible? If you believe that, you get your hands up and you pray. Don't wait for the pastor to get there. God is the one who touches you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you're watching by live stream, lift your hands and start praying for everyone. You don't have to know them. God knows them. And God's going to touch their life right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Everybody that's still in the church, lift your hands toward the front and ask God to touch these needs today. Maybe you missed your moment. If you need to be down here, come on down here. We'll wait on you for just a minute. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name that is above every other name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right now in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and ask. Hallelujah.
seen cancer disappear I've seen broken bodies healed Don't you tell me he can't do it Don't you tell me he can't do it I've seen real life resurrections I've seen mental health restored Don't you tell me he can't do it Don't you tell me he can't do it I've seen families reunited I've seen prodigals returned Don't you tell me he can't do it Don't you tell me he can't do it I've seen troubled souls delivered I've seen addicts finally free Don't you tell me he can't do it Don't you tell me he can't do it We'll see cities in revival Will salvations flood the streets Don't you tell me he can't do it Don't you tell me Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. I believe you're the wonder-working God. You're the wonder-working God. All the miracles I've seen, too good to not believe. You're the wonder-working God. And you heal because you love. Oh, the miracles we'll see Too good to not believe Too good to not believe Too good to not believe All the miracles I've seen Oh, too good to not believe I've seen cancer disappear I've seen broken bodies healed. Yes, I know that he can do it. Yes, I know that he can do it. I've seen real life resurrections. I've seen mental health restored. Yes, I know that he can do it. Yes, I know that he can do it. I've seen families reunited. I've seen prodigals return. Yes, I know that he can do it. Yes, I know that he can do it. I've seen troubled souls delivered. I've seen addicts finally free. Yes, I know that he can do it. Yes, I know that he can do it. We'll see cities in revival and salvation flood the streets. Yes, I know that he can do it. Yes, I know that he can do it. We'll see glory fill the nations like the world has never seen. Yes, I know that he can do it. Yes, I know that he can. Oh, I believe you're the wonder-working God. You're the wonder-working God. All the miracles I've seen, you're too good to not believe. You're the wonder-working God, 
and you heal because you love. All the miracles will see. You're too good to not believe. You're the wonder-working God. You're the wonder-working God. All the miracles I've seen. Oh, too good to not believe. You're the wonder-working God. And you heal because you love. All the miracles we'll see. You're too good to not believe. Too good to not believe. Too good to not believe. Oh, everything I've seen. You're too good to not believe. Too good to not believe. Too good to not believe. After everything I've seen. You're too good to not believe. I've seen cancer disappear. I've seen broken bodies healed. Oh, you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. I've seen real life resurrections. I've seen mental health restored. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. I've seen families reunited. I've seen prodigals return. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. I've seen troubled souls delivered. I've seen addicts finally free. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. We'll see cities in revival and salvation flood the streets. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me. thing I just I really think that after man what a powerful anointing Woo. come on just give God a hand clap of praise for that anointing in this house come on church hallelujah glory to God hallelujah we magnify you God hallelujah let your praise fill this temple today hallelujah 
Hallelujah. Can we just sing a little bit of that My Jesus song? I mean, just start on that bridge. Just start on that bridge. And let's just kind of take it from there. The last verse. How many of you got a Jesus that loves you with the kind of love? Come on. My Jesus. How would they? Come on. We love you, Lord Jesus. Who would take my cross to Calvary? Pay the price. Pay the price for all my guilty. Who would care that much about me? Oh, let me tell you about my Jesus. Oh, here we go. He makes a way where there ain't no way. He rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. His love is strong and his grace is free. And the good news is I know that he can do for you what he's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Love is a way where there ain't no way. He rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Strong and his grace is free, and the good news is I know that he can do for you what he's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus, and let my Jesus change your life. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Turn to somebody and just go, hallelujah. <laughs> God bless you, you may be seated. I think we're taking up offering. I think that's what we're doing. Hello, PCA, PCA. All right. We all know our ways to give online in the app and the text number, which isn't up here, but... So you can give online the apps a text. But I just want to go to Malachi chapter 3.10. So in Malachi he says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, test me in this, says the Lord Almighty. And see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out much blessing that there will not be room enough to store. So God said, test me. He said, get, he said, give to me. And I will return it to you. I will return it to you and you won't be able, your storehouse won't be able to hold it. So today, if he's put something on your heart to give, do it. Test him. Test him. And he will provide. He always does. So ushers, will you guys come forward, please? I'm going to pray. We're going to pray real quick. Father God, I thank you for this time we get to come together, Father. Father, I do. 
I thank you with all this stuff going on in the world, Father. I just thank you that we can still come together, Father, and we don't have to worry about what they have to worry about overseas, Father. Father, we thank you for the, we thank you for everything that you've given to us, Father. And we bring our tithes and offerings, offerings to you, Father, knowing that you are the provider, Lord, that you will provide for us. Father, we just thank you. We do, Father. And we, pr- we pray that you take this money that we give, Father, which is little, Father, and we give it to you, and it does whatever, goes wherever you want it to go, Father. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you. Amen. Amen. Man, it's been good to have been in the house of God already. I think now I'm ready to preach. But before I do today, I, wanted, I do want to say thank you to so many people. Uh, we've been gone on vacation for a couple of Sundays. We're not here. And so uh, thank you to uh, Pastor Richard, our creative arts pastor, for preaching one Sunday. To Pastor Karen, our music pastor, for preaching one Sunday. And then also to Pastor Brian for preaching on Wednesday night. Did a great job. Amen. And uh, so um, they all did such a wonderful job. I watched them online and I thought, man, I hope people aren't disappointed when I come back. So um, thank you to all of you who stepped in, to the office staff, all the people, um, to our children's pastors, all the people that work here at the church. Can you just give all the pastoral staff a big round of applause? They do a lot of work around here. So today, before I preach, would you stand with me? Because before I get into the message today, there's two things I want us to pray for. Number one, I want us to pray for our nation and for the loss of life that we had this week with our soldiers and their families. My heart is heavy on that today. My heart is heavy for our nation today. We need God to touch our nation. We need God to touch our leaders, all of our leaders, Republicans, Democrats, independents, whatever title they have, they're in a role to have influence and power and we need to pray for them. The Word of God commands us to pray for those in leadership. So that's one thing we're going to pray about today. The second thing that I want us to pray about is this storm coming in uh, to the Louisiana, Mississippi area. Um, The last time this type of storm hit that area, it devastated it, loss of life. And uh, Sandy's from Nolens. Uh, I'm from, my brother lives in Biloxi. And there's a lot of people down there with the mindset, uh, we don't leave. And so they're down there and they're drinking hurricanes and they're partying and they're having a hurricane party. Um, and I pray, number one, that, that God help them with their wisdom. But also pray that God protect lives. God protect lives. So these are two things we're going to pray about today. So I uh, hope you're standing by somebody you like. Hold their hand. I believe in unity. And let's, let's pray together. Father... Right now, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pause this service. Thank you for a mighty move and touching people's lives. But right now, our hearts are focused upon the soldiers who lost their life, their wives, their families, their moms, their dads, their relatives. God, right now, speak peace into their hearts and comfort them right now. 
Holy Spirit, you're called the comforter and you come in these moments and you bring comfort that only you can bring. And today, God, we pray for these soldiers and for their families and for their lives that were lost on the battlefield against an enemy. I pray today, God, that you bring comfort and help and peace into that situation as only you can do it. Today I pray for our leaders of our nation. God, today I pray for all of our leaders. It doesn't matter what label they have. They are leaders of our nation. They make decisions that have consequence. And today I pray, God, your wisdom would begin to flood their hearts. I pray, Holy Spirit, speak to them as only you can speak to them. And I pray today that, God, we return to you as the one our nation is founded upon. In God we trust. I pray today, God, that we return to you for all of our answers to our questions, for all of our solutions to our problems, for all of our times when we don't know what to do, that God, we find a moment to pull away and to hear what you say to us. God, I pray for the families all across the Gulf Coast today and those churches that are there and the pastors and all the families and children that are there. God, watch over them, protect them today. Let them find places of safety as this hurricane bears down on this Gulf Coast area. God, I pray right now, Lord, watch over those people. Help them to make wise decisions and good choices in this time. And God, I pray today that there would be no loss of life in that area. God, I pray. I pray today, God, for a safety and security upon their lives. And Father, I now pray for the preaching of the word today. That God, you have guaranteed it will not go void, but it will give and bring to every heart what you need it to say. I pray right now that every heart would be opened, every mind would be ready to receive, every ear would hear what the Spirit of God has to say to them today, and that God, that we would respond the way you want us to respond in all these situations, I pray. And everybody in this house together said, Amen. 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 Uh, you may be seated. The title of my message today is Blurred. Blurred. Have you ever had blurry vision? And I just realized my glasses are over there. And so my blurred sermon is blurry. Wow. There's a lot of words on this page. Blurred. I've had blurry vision before, haven't you? And you think something's one thing when it's something else. And, and so I want to bring your attention to this today. Jesus and his disciples, they've just fed 4,000 people. This is a separate incident. Fed 4,000 people. They, they gathered together seven basketfuls. We know that in another incident, he fed 5,000, 12 basketfuls. And so after that, they now head off to this town called Bethsaida. Bethsaida actually means Julia. And it was named after Julia, who was Julius Caesar's daughter. So that'll tell you a little bit about the town. A little bit about the people that are there. 
So there in the town of Bethsaida, in Mark chapter 8, verse 22, it says this. They came to Bethsaida, and some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. This man had been blind from birth. <clears throat> so many times when Jesus healed blind people, when he healed lame people, when he healed uh, people who were moot or people that needed assistance in their life, he spoke. He simply spoke the word, and it happened. And so this man had been blind from birth, and this is the only incident in the Bible where something different happens than Jesus just speaking. Mark chapter 8, verse 23. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. So they're in Bethsaida, which means Julia. He takes the blind man and he grabs him by the hand and leads him outside the village. Isn't it awesome when we are blind that Jesus takes us by the hand and leads us out of a place where we are blind? The Bible tells us that once I was blind, but now I see. And, and we, we are born blind spiritually. We're all conceived in sin. And when we're born spiritually, we do not have the ability to see spiritual things. People who are still blind today spiritually do not understand you and your life decisions. They're blind to what you see. You see, I need to go to the house of God on a Sunday. They see nothing. You see, I need to pay my tithe and offer it up to God. They see nothing. They're in darkness. You see, when I have a problem, I ask the Holy Spirit to direct my footsteps. They see nothing. This man has seen nothing from birth. And now Jesus takes him by the hand and walks him outside the village. I cannot imagine holding the hand of the Creator. Can you? When Sandy and I walk so often, we don't even think about it, but our hands will touch and we just automatically start holding hands. How many, how many have been married that long? Yeah, you just start walking, your hands touch, you just grab on. And I found that through the years, there's a lot of communication going on when you're holding somebody's hand for that many years. I mean, just the least little inflection of the finger can tell you something. Just the release a little bit or a little tighter hold can tell you a lot of things. You can communicate a lot with touch. And I found that Jesus took him out of town, and I found that very important because he took him away from other people. He took him away from distractions. He took him away from people who would have doubts. He took him away from people who might not understand. Now, I wrote this message almost three weeks ago. I want you to understand this. But Jesus does not always have the same form or step-by-step -step process. He does things different with every person. I'm reading this because I want you to understand, I'm not just saying this, I wrote it down. Sometimes we get so caught up in the form and function, we may miss a miracle. We'll have to sing songs, and then an offering, and then preaching, and then the altar. Maybe God wants to mess with our protocols and our programs and mix it up just a little bit. Isn't that what God already did this morning? The movement of God, powerful. I mean...
God just mixes up. I love it that we cannot get caught up in form and function. The Word of God says sometimes we get caught up in a form of godliness, but it's really no power. We need a God and a form that has power. I've seen people healed during worship services. There may have been somebody healed this morning during our worship. I've seen people healed during the offering. Can you believe that? During an offering? Yeah, it's a spiritual time. We offer up our worship and our giving. I've seen people get prayed for during greeting time. In this church and in other churches I've pastored, we'll be greeting and all of a sudden there's three or four people, hands laying on people, and they're praying for people during the greeting. Can God do anything during a greeting? Absolutely. Jesus took him out of town. And maybe, maybe this morning some of you came to church and go, I need a miracle, but I don't need to wait till the end of the service. And then you may have walked in and saw the communion, and you're like, oh, no, it's communion. We usually don't have an altar time on communion because communion takes the place of the altar time, and I need God to touch me today. Isn't that the way God does? He mixes it up. He takes him to the quiet place. My greatest times of worship do not happen in church. You know why? There's too many distractions. There's too many things I'm thinking about in church. I'm, I've, I've got all these things going on, and my best worship is not in church. My greatest times of worship are in my quiet place. It's just me and Jesus. He takes me out of the people to a quiet place, and we just talk, and we, sometimes I sing. Sometimes, can you imagine? I don't talk at all. Sandy cannot imagine that. Sometimes I don't say a word. And sometimes I can sing a song as many times as I want to sing it. If I want to sing, let me tell you about my Jesus a hundred times, I can do it again and again and again. And I can just go over and over and over. Why? Because it's me and Jesus in a quiet place. He's taking me by the hand and led me away from all the distractions, led me away from all the doubts, led me away from all the things that could cause me to get my mind fixed on something else. It says, hey, let's just me and you spend some time together. Jesus took him out. There were no texts, no phone calls. I can change the keys in the middle of a song, Pastor Karen. I can be, do whatever I want to do, man. And I pray today that Jesus take every one of us by the hand this morning. Every one of us. And get us in a quiet place. Get us away from all the distractions. Mark 8, 23b. When he spit on the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked, do you see anything? I find this very confusing at first glance. I mean, the creator is touching the created. First of all, he spits on him. And, you know, I don't, in, our, in our society today with hand sanitizers and everything else going on, I never thought I'd be that person. You know, used to see people years ago that do hand sanitizer. Now I'm that person. And can I, I just don't spit and I don't know. But, but then he asked him the question, do you see anything? Now, doesn't Jesus already know the answer? Do you see anything? And I got to tell you, touch is powerful. Powerful. Jesus touched him. He didn't speak. He, he didn't do like he had done with everybody else. But he touched him with his own hands. And today in our culture, we have missed out on a lot of touch. While I was on vacation, I heard this, this statistic that... Uh, Puerto Rican couples, I don't know if you know, how many of you hear Puerto Rican? Anybody descendants? Of, yes, we got some. Didn't know that. Puerto Rican couples touch each other 180 times per hour on the average. 
180 times. English people, 2 times per hour. And one of them may be an accident. Oops, sorry. I don't know. But touch is important. And during the pandemic, we've been accustomed to not touching one another. I'm always leery, do I shake your hand? Do I give you a hug or do I stand back? I don't know. I have to try to, you let me know what's, what's appropriate. And coming back to church for a lot of people is still difficult. And sometimes we don't want people in our personal space. But Jesus' example to us, he needs to touch us. Touch us. When he spoke to Lazarus, he didn't go in and touch him. He just spoke. And then he asked him, do you see anything? I was wondering, why would he ask him this question? Look at verse 24. The man looked up and said, I see people. They look like trees walking around. Again, I'm confused. If you're blind from birth, how would you know what a tree looks like? I got to thinking about it, and this is nothing biblical that I'm thinking. Just you think the, you can think whatever you want to think, then you can preach it. But I was just thinking, probably as a blind person, he probably ran into a tree. <laughs> and it did not move too much. And he probably put his arms around and goes, what is this? And somebody walked away and go, hey man, that's a tree. Okay, tree. Got it. So he, he says, I have blurred vision, but I think, I think I see people. But they could be a tree. But I didn't know trees walked, but they could. Maybe I didn't run into the tree. Maybe the tree ran into me. I don't know. You've got to understand, this is somebody who's never seen anything. But he had one touch from Jesus, and now he has blurred visions. Have you ever run into anything in the dark? It hurts. It hurts. I thought all the doors in the house were closed. So I got up in the middle of the night, and I was walking, but one door in the closet had been left perpendicular to the wall. And I'm walking thinking, I've got a clear path. And then all of a sudden, right in the middle of my forehead, bam, a door hits me in the dark. It hurts. The door was not supposed to be opened. I was not supposed to be walking in the dark. But both of those things happened. And I got to thinking about it. God, today, there's a lot of people there's a lot of people, listen to me, church, that will come to church or wherever it may be. God will then take you by the hand, get you to a quiet place, and He will touch your life. And you who once were blind will now begin to see, but your vision is blurred. Now what you're seeing is a thousand times better than what you've ever seen in the past but you still have blurred vision and what you are seeing may or may not be what it is. I believe I've seen this a lot in people's lives, in my own life. I was watching the progression in my own life. When I first got saved, I thought, man, I was blind, but now I see. Thank you, Lord. But that was one touch. 
But every time I have an encounter with God where He takes me to a quiet place and He touches my life again, guess what happened? My vision gets clearer every time He touches my life. All of a sudden I begin to see things a little bit clearer than I did before. Why? Because, watch this. It says right here, Mark 8, 25, once more, Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes. Then his eyes were opened, his sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. What a difference. After this second touch, he didn't say, oh, could be a person, could be a tree. Now he goes, oh, that's a person. And that is a tree. I see the difference clearly now. I believe sometimes in our lives we have an encounter with God and we get some vision about some things in our lives, but we have such blurred visions, we can still make the wrong choices. We think something looks like this, but it's really not. And we keep bumping into things that we shouldn't be bumping into. Why? Because our vision is still blurred. It's not clear. We need to get along with God again and say, God, touch my life again so that I can begin to see clearly so that I make the right decisions. Why? Because if your vision is blurred, you're going to keep bumping into things you're going to keep getting hurt I can see better than I did but I'm still blurred you're going to bump into old relationships and you're going to get hurt again you can bump into old temptations and guess what you're going to get hurt again why I didn't see what it was clearly I didn't see this relationship and how it can damage my life clearly I didn't see about this financial decision clearly I did not see about this situation clearly of my job But when God touches your life again and again and again, you begin to avoid those temptations, the things that hurt you in life. All of a sudden now, you see clearly. The reason why I'm not walking off this platform is I can see there are steps right there. I still believe they should put some red and orange and yellow dynamic tape on these steps. Because if I'm looking out here and I'm real careful and not care, I can step right off. And I've almost done it a couple of times. Why? Because I'm looking out here and I'm not looking right here. Sometimes our vision gets blurred and we think, well, I think I should do this. But when you have another touch, all of a sudden you begin to see clearly and go, no, I know I should not do that. I should not uh, even get close to that relationship. Why? Because they're going to hurt me again and again and again. I should not get close to this situation with drugs and alcohol and all these things. Why? It's going to hurt me again and again and again. I should not get close to this person or this job or I should not make this decision financially. Why? It's going to hurt me again and again and again. Why? Because now I can see clearly. Clearly. I can tell what each one of you look like in detail. I don't just go, well, kind of a tree. Not sure. Kind of a big tree, probably an oak tree. I don't know, but I know they are not going to get moved by anything that's said today. I know that. Yeah. Ouch. 
No. But we need to be able to see things clearly. And we need a touch from God to see clearly. And sometimes the greatest damage that can happen is we get a touch from God in our life. Then we just go out with blurred vision and start making all, all kinds of crazy decisions. And then we get in trouble and go, but, but, but God, wait a minute. I didn't think once I got saved I was supposed to get hurt again. I didn't think this was supposed to happen anymore. And he said, wait a minute, you did not get another touch. You need another touch. You need to see more clearly. And the more encounters I have with God, the more things I see in a clearer, clearer vision. Yeah, it's not blurred anymore. All of a sudden, my eyes get healed, my spiritual eyes. We begin to see things that are really, really as they are. Some people, we get full on worship. I just want to go to a church that has a lot of worship. I love worship, man. I love it. But it's like an appetizer, you know? It's an hors d'oeuvre. It's, it's what you get to just get your stomach going, you know? And, and then sometimes we get, we get so full on the preaching. Preaching's wonderful. It's the meat. It's the Word of God. But how many of you love desserts? Uh, Sandy and I go out and eat. I love it. I love it. I love it when they bring out the hors d'oeuvres and all the appetizers. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I had so much shrimp in the last two weeks. I should be pink. I love shrimp. Coconut shrimp, barbecue shrimp, grill shrimp. I love it. Fish. Eating a lot of fish. But it's an hors d'oeuvre. It, it's, it's not the main course. Then they bring out the main course and that's awesome. But I'm waiting for that other menu. It's got a menu that's nothing on it but just heaven. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? That dessert menu. And then Sandy will look at me sometimes and go, would you like to share something? No. No. I don't want to share dessert. I want all of whatever I get. And besides, she gets this foo-foo-y stuff. Oh, man, give me some chocolate. Give me, I mean, something, I mean, come on. I want, if it's 4,000 calories, give it to me. I am on vacation. And I'm vacation eating. You know, you know, I love dessert. And to me, the altar time, the time where we're one-on-one with God, that's dessert. Let's don't get full on the worship. and don't get so full for preaching that we don't leave time for God to take us by the hand and walk us over here and sit us down for just a minute. Take us from a quiet place to a sight place. Say, I need you to see some things a little bit more clearly in your life. I need you to see some relationships clearer. I need you to see this area in your life clearer, clearer, clearer. Why? So that when your footsteps are directed, you don't stumble and fall. People who don't see clearly need to have somebody leading them by the hand. And then also they will stumble and fall and get hurt again, right? But if you see clearly, you can go, I can avoid that door that's left open. I go behind Sandy in the kitchen. She'll open up every cabinet door and not shut it. I need a confession. How many women are like that today? Raise your hand. Every cabinet door is open and you do not shut it. You open it and leave it open. Leave it. Raise your hands. All the ladies, come on. Oh, come on, come on. You know you do it. How many men? <laughs> your wives leave the cabinet door. Now, there's a whole lot more hands going up right now. Sandy will open the cabinet door and leave it open. I, I go behind. She says she's not finished. 
what will happen until she's finished is I will walk through there and hit my head on the cabinet door. And it hurts. So I come behind her shutting the door and then she'll come behind me open the door. She goes, I'm not finished. I said, well, I am. I'm tired of getting hurt. I'm, I'm done with getting hurt. Because those cabinet doors, the corner right there, there's a little scar in my forehead if you can see it. You get hurt, but if you can see clearly, you'll close the door. If God lets you see clearly in your life, you go to go through a door and God goes, no, no, you need to shut that door, don't walk through it. If you can see clearly in your life, God will open a door and you go, do I go through or not? You go, no, the door is open, I need to walk through. I know this is where God is leading me because I can see clearly what God is doing in my life. We may not have clear vision for everybody else's life. We don't need it. They need clear vision for their life. But sometimes, those of us that have had a little bit more experience with God, we can help those who still have blurred vision. And say, hey, you know what? I don't, I've been praying about this. And I don't think that's a good thing for you if they ask you. Yeah. I've had people before come up and tell me stuff that I did not ask them to tell me. And I've often found it wasn't really what God was telling me for my life. I've had God tell me all kinds of, God told me this and this and then. I'm like, I don't think so. Because I have not had God tell me anything like that. And the way I found out that word works is God will tell you first, but you may be questioning it, but then somebody else will come up and tell you that has no idea what's going on in your, and then you go, oh, okay, thank you God for that clear vision. Yeah. I believe we need that second touch in our life. I believe we need God to put his hands upon us again. Take you by the hand, lead you to a quiet place where there's no distractions. But then he tells him something really powerful, and i got to hurry because we got communion. I need about another three weeks to preach this. But he tells this guy, I'm not even going to read the passage, just trust me, it's there, they'll put it up on the screen. He tells the guy, now that you can see clearly, don't go into the village and tell anybody. I thought about that. Wouldn't it be all? What would happen in Ponca City if God had to tell us, stop witnessing. Stop telling everybody what I've done in your life. Stop it. You're doing it too much. This guy was burning, excited. I can see for the first time clearly in my life, no one will lead me by the hand. I can walk on my own. I can go home and see where things are for myself. I don't have to worry about touching the hot stove. I know it's hot. I can see it. And God says, but don't tell anybody. I thought about it. What if everybody in Ponca City Assembly right here, what if we left this house today and we started telling everybody everything God has done in our life? I believe we could be like the disciples in Acts chapter 2. We could turn this place upside down. I believe that. Look at what God has done in your life. How he's helped you to see things more clearly. What would happen if we had that burning passion inside of us that says, I've got to tell somebody what God has done for me. I've got, don't you tell me he can't do it because he's done it in my life. I've had cancer healed in my body. I've had every sickness and disease. God has touched it in my life. I've had him restore my marriage, restore my family. Don't you tell me God can't do that. Don't tell me because he's done it in my life. 
I found a lot of people get skeptical until he does it in their life. Yeah. Then it's different. He told him, don't tell anybody. Man, I wish I had more burning passion like that, don't you? Everybody I would meet, if given the opportunity, I would just begin to just share all the things God has done in my life. I could keep you here for years. Just on the way home, we had so many times we could have had wrecks. There was a big truck in front of us, a big old hole. The whole tire thing came off, blew out, blew up right in front of us. I don't know how. God gave me the reflexes and and whatever. I don't know how I missed this. I had to swerve. There was a concrete thing here, a semi-truck. I don't know how. Sandy's like, we don't know how that missed us. And I don't know how we didn't wreck. Several times. And I got home and said, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for getting us back home safe. Man, every night you get back in your house, thank you, God, for bringing me back in this house safely today. We've got to tell people what God's done in our lives, how we can see things differently than they're seeing it because their vision is either they're blind to the things of spiritual truth because the Bible says the carnal mind cannot comprehend spiritual things. It just can't comprehend it. Or maybe they've had a touch and then maybe they've not gone back into the presence of God and their vision's kind of blurred. Theology's kind of messed up because when your theology's messed up, you really can't see the words clearly on the page. There's a lot of words I haven't told you today on these pages. I'll end with this one little illustration. Then we'll have communion. When I was in college and seminary, I was working 8, 12 hours a day, going to school. I, I literally was living on about 3 to 4 hours of sleep Monday through Friday a night. And I remember this one, one morning I woke up and I don't know about you, but I've always put stuff in my hair, okay? It, this gooey stuff, put it in there. So one morning I get up, I took a shower, I'm in there in the bathroom, I get this thing out, and I squirt it in my hand, and I go to put it in my hair, and I realize it smells different. What is this? And it wasn't my normal hair goop stuff. It was nair. Same container kind of thing. I had blurred vision. I didn't even notice the difference. Now, how many of you know that that's not good if I had to put that on my head? And I stood there. The only thing that stopped me was not my vision, but it was the smell test. And sometimes in your life today, sometimes your vision kind of will betray you, but if it smells wrong, you know, sometimes you just get that gut feeling. It just doesn't pass the smell test. You might want to stop before you do something that will remove something you need in your life. You did not know I could make that spiritual, did you? Stand with me today. I want those that are going to help us with communion to please come. This is dessert right here. I hope you're not full. I hope you're ready for the dessert menu because we get to celebrate and remember what Christ has done for every one of us. My name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Why? He took my sins to Calvary. Wow. He loved me when I was unlovable. He knew me before I was even formed in my mother's womb. 
and he had plans already for my life. I just have to make sure I see clearly and follow the footprints that he has laid out for me in my life. Because if my vision is, if I'm blind, I can't see it at all. But if I'm blurred, I may, oh, hey, let's go this way. And God's going, no, no, you shouldn't go that way. You need that touch to see clearly what I have planned for your life. So this morning, we do not have closed communion in our church. We have open communion. All that I ask is that when you take that cup and bread, that you hold on to it and you take a moment to pray. They're going to sing a song. You pray, God, if there's anything in my life that's unpleasing to you, Father, forgive me. Wash me, cleanse me, purify me white as snow. Lord, today I confess anything in my life that's unpleasing to you. Would you do that as they sing and hand out this communion? Are you past the point of weary? Yes. Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Yeah. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Yes. Do you feel that empty feeling? Because shame's done all its stealing. Yeah. Are you for some healing let me tell you about my Jesus he makes a way where there ain't no way rises up from an empty grave ain't no sinner that he can't save let me tell you about my Jesus his love is strong and His grace is free. And the good news is I know that He can do for you what He's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Let my Jesus change your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From broken dreams and wasted years Until the past to disappear Oh, let me tell you about my Jesus And all the wrong turns that you would Go and undo if you could Who can work it all for your good Oh, let me tell you about my Jesus Rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. His love is strong and his grace is free. And the good news is, I know that he can do for you what he's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Let my Jesus change your life. That's why we're here today. Because Jesus has changed our lives, right? I wish there was a way to go back and undo all the blurred turns I did in my life, but I can't. But aren't you glad? He says, you know what? 
I'm going to forgive it, wash it away like it never even happened. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that you take all my past sins and you wash them away, never to be remembered again. Hallelujah. Today we have the bread. If you would, take it, hold it in your hand. This bread is symbolic of the body of Jesus Christ. It reminds us, we remember that what we have in our life, the vision that we have in our life today was not free. When I turned 55, my vision got blurred. And I was told I needed glasses. Guess what? These glasses were not free. Hundreds of dollars. But when I put them on, it's clear. Your salvation, you receive it freely, but it wasn't free. It was paid with a price. And when you allow Christ to come into your life and you put on Jesus Christ, you begin to see things clear. Let's thank Him for His body today. Father, we thank You for Your Son, Jesus Christ, and the body that was upon that cross. We thank You for every stripe that was on that back because it was for our healing. It wasn't free but we receive it freely. And now we see more clearly how you love us. We thank you for the body that was on that cross and every nail in his hands and his feet because those nails were nailing our sins to that cross. Thank you for that. Help us to see that today. Help us to see clearly that the gift that we receive freely, the gift of free salvation, it was paid with a price that we could not pay. The blood of bulls and goats could not pay for it. But today we remember the price that was paid, the body of your son, Jesus Christ. And we remember it and we thank you for it. Let us eat together. Now take the cup and hold it. It's the symbolic blood of Jesus Christ. The blood that washes everything away and makes it white as snow. My sins were scarlet, but now they are white as snow. My, my robe was wrinkled and blemished and had spots and it was filthy. But he put me a brand new robe on me and called me his child. And my robe today does not have a spot, a wrinkle, or a blemish on it. Not because of my decisions in my life, but because of his blood. Amen? Amen. The blood of Jesus Christ washes away all that. Today, Father, we thank you for the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ that does not have to be once a year like a blood of the bulls and the goats and the pigeons, but Lord, that blood was once and for all. Once and for all, my sins are forgiven. Once and for all, my name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Once and for all, I am set free from the bondage of sin. Once and for all, I can now open my spiritual eyes and see what you have done in my life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can see all the times you put angels around about me whenever I was traveling and when I was going through daily life, I saw the times where you've moved me to the left, you moved me to the right to keep me from getting hurt. Thank you for all the times you let me see things that I would not have seen earlier in my life that I would have gotten hurt by. Thank you that now I see them clearly. And now I avoid a lot of hurt and a lot of pain in life because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Let us drink together. 
Now, if you can, take and put that cup down. I want us to keep singing that song. Is that all right? Let's sing that bridge. Let, let's just get our hands up. That signs of surrender. And let's also signs of, Lord, I'm ready to receive anything you want to say. Maybe God right now wants to take you to a place that's quiet, just you and God for the next few minutes. And maybe he wants to share something. Maybe he wants to touch your heart again. I take my cross to Calvary, pay the price for all my guilty. Who would care that much about me? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Oh, he makes a way where there ain't no way, rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. His love is strong and his grace is free. And the good news is I know that he can do for you what he's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way. He rises up from an strong and his grace is free and the good news is i know that he can do for you what he's done for me let me tell you about my jesus and let my jesus change your life hallelujah How many of you can see things more clearly today than you could five years ago, three years ago, maybe just last week? Maybe some of you can now see things clearer than when you walked in here because God touched your heart and your life today and say, you know what, now I see things a little bit clearer. God wants to show you what He sees. He wants you to, to know what to do in life and where to go and how to live and how to walk and how to talk. The Bible says that in Him, I have my living, my being, my moving. Everything I have is in Christ, in Christ in me. I love you. I thank God for you. You're a great church. Now, now listen, let me just give you one more little thing before we leave. Then we're out of here. On September the 11th, here at our church, we want to have an outreach to our community. That's right. Okay? We want to tell our community, hey, PCA Church is here. We want people to know we're in town, and we want people to say, hey, you're welcome to come visit us and join with us. And so that Saturday from 10 to 2, we're going to have inflatables out here. We're going to have a big water slide for kids. 
But here's another thing. We're going to have a dunk tank. Yeah. And, and Pastor Richard's going to be in the dunk tank. Ooh. Pastor Drake's going to be in the dunk tank. Pastor Karen's going to be in the dunk tank. She Pastor Bardwell's going to be in the dunk tank. What? what? I, didn't know, I didn't know about that. We're going to have all kinds, of, and it's all going to be free to our community. Free. Hot dogs, all that stuff. We need people to help with balloons and, and face painting and all this stuff. We need people to all that. We need, we need every one of you to say, you know what? I can help our church reach out to our community. And then I need you to tell everybody about it. I need you to go out and say, hey, that's Saturday from 10 to 2. Bring your kids, bring your family. And then when they get here, we want everybody to make them feel so loved and so welcomed. And so say, hey, we love this church. We love our community. We love Ponca City and the whole surrounding area. Amen. It's going to be an out, a wonderful time for us to get outside the building on a Saturday. And I'm, I'm praying and believing that on that day, that's a special day. We're going to have a time where we stop and we have some time to... Thank God for our nation. We're gonna, we got a flag out there. We're going to have pledge for those kind of things. But we're mainly doing it as an outreach. If you have not signed up, I need your help. Need your help. So before you leave today, sign something. So I can just, I can do something. And you know what? If you can smile, that's one of the greatest things. Because not I found some people that they just can't even smile. They're all sold up. But if you can do that, please help us out. We need everybody to help. God bless you. We sure hope you were blessed by Pastor Bardwell's message. Join us anytime at PCAChurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.